Welcome to the Manage My Wedding Podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello, listeners, and welcome to episode four of the Manage My Wedding Podcast. Firstly, I just want to say thank you so, so much to everyone who has been listening in and also a huge big thank you for all the reviews and for subscribing so far. I am honestly, truly grateful. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Badage My Wedding greeting cards, which are perfect to show your loved ones how much you love them and care for them and how grateful you are that they are sharing the wedding journey with you. Elegantly designed and beautifully printed, they're great for the lead up to the wedding or to be given out on the day of the wedding. You can check them out at managemywedding.com. So today I want to talk about the day of the wedding because whilst you are busy wedding planning, you often don't think about the wedding day and how you're going to actually feel on the day and what you need to consider is important for you and your partner on the day. Everyone tells you how quick the day will go, but they don't elaborate or give you any suggestions on how to make you enjoy the day and so that you don't feel overwhelmed and like the day went in a flash and then you can't remember half of it. So today I want to talk about what you can do to make sure you get the most out of the day and to make sure you remember as much of the day as possible and don't feel like it went away too quickly. I'll give you some ideas for on the day, but then I'm also going to give you some really good tips for during the actual wedding. Firstly, you should always give each other a card on the day to open with a letter to each other in it. So I always recommend that you hand hand it to each other and you tell the other person not to open it until the morning of. And it's a really good idea to talk to your partner and both decide that you're going to do the same thing. Unless you're not worried about getting a card in return, then don't, you don't need to open up this conversation. You can just give them a card or pop it in the bag and let them know. You could even let them know the morning of the wedding where it's hidden in their bag. So I find this is really, really helpful because it helps bring out all the emotions. Wedding day can be so emotional for some. They might be hiding their emotions or they might be showing them, but it can really help that person that's struggling with their emotions um, get through some of the, that before they actually see the other person at the other end of the aisle. And um, we sell car, our cards, greeting cards online at managemywedding.com for that reason. So you can either write in the card or you can write a letter and pop it in the card, either or, but it honestly will really help. The other thing that's a really good idea is to ha- um, hand out an agenda. And give this to all the guys and girls that are involved in the wedding day. You can print it out and pop it on the table so everyone can look at it on the day so they know what's happening during the day and they don't have to ask the bride or groom a million times that day what's next or what's coming up. Especially the girls, there's always so many people to get their hair and makeup done. So if it's all typed out on an agenda, then they can just refer to that and know what's happening. And you can even do a more detailed one within the app on the big day page that's in the premium version. And you can make it detailed, print it out, and you can give it to copies to everyone that you have maybe given tasks to. Or if you've made someone responsible for 
all the tasks on the day, it's really important that they get a copy and that might have some phone numbers for suppliers or people they can contact in case things aren't going to plan or the flowers haven't turned up and, or anything like that. So highly recommend an agenda that is typed up for either just the bridal party or to those that have tasks. The other thing is to order food for the day while everyone is getting ready. And this is a really good idea to do for both bridal parties or if, you know, sometimes the boys like to head out and have lunch. But definitely for the girls, they want to have some food and often we can think that it's going to be okay if we let one of our bridesmaids pop out and grab some food and bring it back to the room and and make sandwiches for everyone. But it, it just sometimes doesn't happen like that and it can be really busy or people can be sometimes a little bit stressed and then it's just a panic to try and ensure that you get food. But if you've got food ordered and it just turns up, it's going to really ensure that everyone eats something that day and keeping up your energy is really important. Then there's the makeup artist and hairdresser. I always try and suggest uh, to brides that you get them to come to you if you can. I know sometimes that's not possible and some hairdressers just won't. They'll make you go to their salon and some makeup artists are the same. But if you can get them to come to you, it's really going to take some stress out of the day because that's just extra travel time. Plus, if you are at the hair salon and you're all there together, then the flowers turn up and there's no one there to collect them or someone, you know, might need to pop out and do a few things. It's going to be much easier if it's where you're getting ready for the wedding day. And sometimes the makeup artist and the hairdresser can run a little bit over, not because they're slow, but just because there's so many people to get through and everyone has different types of hair. So some can take a little bit longer than others. And if you're running late, and you're getting stressed about getting back to put your wedding dress on for the photographer who's waiting for you, that's just not, not going to work. Plus, sometimes people like to have the photographer taking photos or the videographer of you getting the last of your hair or your makeup done. And, you know, they're not going to come to you to a salon and then come back with you to get your dress put on as well. So it just makes it easier for everyone. And the other thing is don't let everyone <laughs> drop in and see you the day of the wedding or even the night before if you can. I know that I have a really big family and they all wanted to see me the night before the wedding, but it's exhausting and it, it just can be really draining. And sometimes you just need to get an early night and try and get some sleep or you want to get your nails done and you just want to be with your bride tribe really so just make a point of it and say to people unfortunately not we're getting our nails done or you know just tell them politely that you're going to have an early night I'm, I'm sure if they even take a little bit of offense as soon as they see you the next day in your gown that will be all forgotten so they're just some quick little tips for the day of the wedding um, to, just to help you prepare. But I also want to give you some tips for the wedding day that are just going to help you 
feel less stressed and also soak up as much of the day as you can so that you can remember it forever. So some of those things are ensuring you have five spare minutes before you get out of the car to fix your lippy or to fix that shine on your face or to wipe away any tears because sometimes we don't have access to a toilet before we're going to head down that aisle. Um, If you do, that's great. But if you don't, you just need five minutes in the car to quickly fix all of that and then the photographer will take some photos of you getting out of the car. So just ensure you leave a little bit of spare time before you're going to jump out of the car. And if you can get to the toilet because you've been on a really long drive, then definitely try and do that. Um, I know on my wedding day that I was, it was like 38 degrees in Perth. So it was so hot, but I know when I am nervous that I do the nervous sweats. (laughs) So not only was it hot, but I was nervous sweating under my arms and as soon as we pulled up at the venue, I was just bawling my eyes out nonstop just because I was just so happy to be there. It was, it was beautiful, but I needed the bathroom and we were actually just on time. But then going to the bathroom to mop up the sweat and the tears um, then did make us late and people were out waiting in 38 degree heat for me. So <laughs> try to allow a little bit of time before so that you can do that and not leave people out in the boiling hot waiting for you, especially when your partner is waiting at the other end of the aisle because they're also sweating and probably feeling really nervous. The other option is you can talk to your celebrant about different options to get you up the aisle quickly. I know for some people the thought of the aisle is just all too much, or the thought of a really long aisle is too much. So have a chat to your celebrant because there's always really good suggestions about not having to make you either walk too far down. Some people like to actually come in from the side. So they'll come in from the side at the front of where everyone's facing instead of down the middle. That just really shortens how far they have to walk. And some people, even these days, they will have pre-reception drinks at the beginning and then they'll just come out and get married there together. So there's different, definitely different options, but you should speak to your celebrant because they're the most professional at that and they'll be able to help you decide what's going to work best for you. It's all about you and your partner and you have to really do what's going to make you feel good on the day and not make you feel extra nervous. The other thing is um, I want to talk about on the day is guests who talk to you for too long. Yes, it does happen. They're very excited to see you. They want to congratulate you, but sometimes they can just talk for too long and you do have so many people on the day that you want to talk to. So it can be really exhausting when you want to move on from somebody and you can't. So something I would always suggest is have a speak to a bridesmaid sometimes it could be a maid of honor but i'll speak to somebody in the bridal party and this is good for groomsmen to do the same for the groom as well and tell them that if they see someone who's talking to you for too long and they can see um it's going on and on just ask them to come up and say that you're needed and then you can be taken away it's as simple as that and then you don't need to be offensive or trying to find a way to move on i know that after my wedding ceremony, 
everyone lined up at the end to congratulate us and congratulate us. And as I said before, it was 38 degrees and it was hot. The sun was burning down on me and someone gave me a phone call of somebody who couldn't make it to Perth for the wedding. So they, they handed me their phone and they wanted me to speak to this family member who wanted to congratulate me, which was super nice. But in that moment, it was really, really difficult because I had so many people lining up in the heat and it was, that was a really tricky situation. So just have someone that you talk to that knows when to intervene and help you move along. And then there's the photographs. I always suggest try to put the photographs straight after the ceremony so that guests don't walk off. It's really tricky. It's such a hard job for photographers to get those family photos that you want, especially when the guests, half of them have walked off. And even worse, when the reception's off site and they've gotten their car and gone. So if you do the photos straight after you get married, then you're not going to lose anyone and the photographer's going to have the list and they're going to get through that, that those photographs that you need much quicker. Then there's the photo session that will then take place after the family photos. And the photo, this photo session is for the bride and groom yourselves, but it's also for the bridal party as well. And sometimes, depending on how big your bridal party is, they can take quite a long time. And sometimes you might want photos at the ceremony venue, but then you might want to go to the beach or you might want to go out um, to uh, the farm, the farm, the barn that's at the farm. So there's all different locations that you'll want to go to. So ensure there are food and drinks for the photo session. I really can't stress this enough because everyone forgets this. They just do. So either talk to the venue, ask the venue if they can do you up an esky or beautiful picnic basket that's full of food and drinks because this is going to make that time so much more relaxing and enjoyable and it's going to give yourselves and the bridal party a bit of time to refresh and relax and cheers together. And that time together is really important and it's definitely always something that you remember. I know that we were laughing in hysterics um, at our photo session with our bridal party and it was so good to have a champagne in my hand. So definitely do that. Then at, during the night, at the, end, at the end of the night, you'll start to do the dancing and you've got the first dance. So some people hate the thought of the first dance and some people it doesn't, it doesn't worry them and some people might have a choreographed dance. But I do want to say if you are really stressed about the first dance, it's also a really nice time to connect with your partner who sometimes you've hardly seen all night and you just married them. So try to think of it in that way instead of, oh my gosh, everyone's going to be looking at me while I'm dancing and I don't know how to dance and I can't dance. So you just focus on your partner. This is a chance to talk about the day and to tell them how you're feeling and, and just to have a conversation because no one else can hear you over the music. And if you can get into that moment, try not to hurry others to join you on the dance floor because sometimes once they join you someone's going to rip you away to dance with them so try and really embrace and enjoy that moment 
And if you're really worried and you're like, no, I cannot just focus on my partner. I'm going to know everyone is there. Then just have the bridal party only join you, say, after the first verse and first chorus. Have only the bridal party join you with their partners, either their bridal party partner or with their actual real life partner. And then if it's just the bridal party on the dance floor, you're still going to get that time with your own partner who you've just married and no one's going to take you away. So they're just a few options for for the first dance. Then during the night, (laughs) you're going to be told several times, depending on how hard it is to get you to sit, but you're going to be told several times to please sit down to eat because your meal has arrived. And I want to say now, when you are told your meal is there, sit down and eat it. (laughs) You can finish that conversation later or let's be honest, you're probably going to forget in five seconds what conversation you are having anyway. But usually a lot of guests won't start to eat without you. So everyone else's food is going cold, but this is also a chance to enjoy the food that you ordered for everyone. And again, to talk to your partner or talk to your bridal party or whoever it is that's sitting beside you at the wedding. So just really try and sit down. I do know from working in venues for so many years as well, that it can be really difficult to want to get the bride and groom to sit down. It's really hard for them. They don't want to be rude and they don't want to force you. But they do really want you to sit down and so does the chef. He wants you to appreciate that food as well. Then there is um, alcohol, <laughs> the conversation of alcohol. Some people don't drink, so to you this does not matter. I know that I love a bubbles when I'm celebrating and often too many bubbles, (laughs) but um, a lot of alcohol also means forgetting the night. So just be mindful of that. Drink a lot of water if you want to have a few drinks or just leave drinking a lot till you're back at the room or to an after party if you're having one. You You really don't want to regret later forgetting your wedding night because you drank too much because usually you've been a bit stressed or nervous all day. You might not have eaten a lot of food. You might've forgotten to drink water and it can sometimes only take one or two drinks to just be completely drunk. So that's something to really be mindful of. Then the main tip that I want to give, and this one is really, really means a lot to me because I did it with my partner But the main one that I want to suggest so that you really remember your wedding day is taking time out with your newly married partner during the reception. So you can do this in in all different kinds of way, but I'm going to tell you what I did with my partner, what we did, because it was really special to us. And it's definitely something that we've always remembered and given us really good memories of our wedding. So once all the guests were seated in their seats and were eating their entree, um, my husband, James, he grabbed our camera, which we'd had placed on the bridal table. And he got up and he started to take photos from our seats where we were of the reception and of people eating and enjoying themselves. And we've always been able to look back 
on those photos and see it from our perspective again. And that's been really beautiful to be able to do that. So that's something I, I definitely recommend. But we also, in between the entrees in mains, most most um, most bride and grooms will go around the room and people want to congratulate you on your um, wedding day. But we, firstly, after we ate our entree, we grabbed each other's hands and we went outside and we stood on the balcony on our own. We could still see through the glass and see all the guests. But even if the glass wasn't there, I wouldn't have mattered if I couldn't see anyone because it was just taking a moment on our own together that was really special. And we were out there for probably, I'd say, it would have only been probably seven minutes maximum, to be honest. But it felt like half an hour at the time just because you're getting pulled from pillar to post by everyone all night. And we just had a moment just to soak up that it was our wedding day and to tell each other how much we loved each other and just to reflect on how magical the day was. And it really, really was beautiful. And it just felt like it stretched out the wedding night for us and helped us remember the night so much more. So if there is anything that you take away from this podcast for helping you prepare for the wedding day and how the wedding day is going to go, then that is the number one thing that I want to suggest is just sneaking away and sharing a moment on your own together as husband and wife. And if that's really tricky, then go hide in a disabled toilet and lock the door. Whatever it is, just take that time because it'll be the one thing you'll always remember and you'll never regret doing. People are having fun and enjoying themselves. They are not going to miss you for five minutes. And if you can do 15 minutes, do 15. (laughs) Take as much as you can. But these are all just some helpful ideas to enjoy the day and help stretch it out as much as possible. Remember, this is the one day to help you have the best day of your life and one you want to remember forever. So make the day work for you and your partner. And if you're feeling like you're struggling to enjoy it all and you're struggling not to become a bridezilla while planning the wedding and you're feeling overwhelmed with the planning, then I suggest you read our blog on how to avoid transforming into a bridezilla before your wedding day. I'm going to pop the link in the show notes for you. And if you enjoyed this episode, then please click, click subscribe and leave us a review. We are so grateful when you leave us reviews as it helps us create more podcasts and know we're giving you what you want. But until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying organized and stress-free while planning the wedding of your dreams.